0: You're listening to a podcast from 702 and Cape Talk. Hello, Aki. Good morning, UCBS. Have you recovered?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I still have a lot of momentum left in me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Ay, ay,
1: ay. You are big on data. Surely, surely you would have thought that people in the insurance sector, Mm -mm. when they crunch numbers and take risks, that they would reason a little bit better about All sorts of risks, including the risk of a disastrous fallout with the public.
0: Yeah, you know, um, you know, EQ. I think you said the uh, very yeah. important thing in the end. It's quite interesting. I mean, globally, companies are going through the same thing, you yeah. know, um, and it's a challenge. You know, is that to, do you have uh, that morality to see what's right to to work out what's right and what's not right? I don't know. Yes. It's a challenging one because the law says one thing, but I'm I'm keen to hear on the ombudsman as well. You know, is the ombudsman fit in this whole process? Because and also,
1: I'm also keen to hear what the law actually says. I've been making. Uh, The entire morning, I've engaged the matter under the operating assumption that they do have the law on their side. Yes. And we did have a lawyer calling in there saying, it's actually interesting. One can even potentially uh, have a case against them. So the law has to be interrogated. But to be that as it may, I mean, just from a PR point of view, like how tone deaf do you have to be
0: about how something is playing out? Yeah. And it's spiraling out of control, I'm afraid. As a PR disaster goes, it's... um Getting worse as the day progresses. Absolutely, let's get on with anyway, technology. Um, yeah. So you know, this is quite an in- interesting study. It's kind of one of the official studies that has been done um, on on the links that social media has uh, with regards to our mental and our emotional well being. It's not a new study. It's but it's one that's been done and officially by a university, and it was done by um, uh, Penn State University's psychology department. And they tracked a whole lot of students. And what they did was they um, they they took Their phones, and they only gave them, they limited their social media interaction on Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram to 10 minutes per day. Okay. Um, And these were, you know, students that were quite active on these different platforms, and they basically monitored them on a weekly basis on, you know, their tests for depression, social support, so on and so on. And what they discovered was that uh, after the three weeks period of them um, assessing them on 10 minutes of social media interaction per day, they Found that they were all significantly less stressed, there was less anxiety, um, and they felt more positive and more energized with the amount of time that they had spent, the less amount of time that they had spent on social media. So basically what they're drawing a, a conclusion to this, and they're going to be doing a lot more research on this, is that, that social media can be depressing for many of us and then bring us an additional anxiety. And it's interesting that you do that social digital detox. A few weeks ago you were talking about it that you switched off from Twitter. And Twitter especially. Especially, especially Twitter, Twitter. You switched off and you actually noticed a difference in your mood levels. 100%. You know, so no doubt, there, there no is doubt. no and doubt. I'll do it over that, weekends as yeah. well. Okay, well, that's that's yeah. fantastic. You know, there's, there's no doubt that uh, social media. Can bring a negative side to our lives, and Correct. and you know if you look at uh, if you look at the influence that these influencers have, for example, on Instagram, that you know you're seeing these people posing these amazing photographs of this glamorous gra- glamorous lifestyle, and everybody tries to aspire to that particular lifestyle, and you know you're not going to get to that. You know this is this is a life that uh, you know the Kardashians of the world live in. You're not going to get to that life, and that kind of
1: depresses and people. That's a very important point, Aki, because the sources of potential anxiety anxiety and mental health challenges which is also what we're going to talk about in family matters yes. in a couple of minutes time doesn't just come from someone directly being abusive towards you like the the classic trolling that happens
0: exactly it exactly. is
1: also the gap between your own material conditions and you know now that you mentioned it I, I, you remember that post that i that you and i talked about yes i'd said there that for me the least anxiety-inducing platform between Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is Instagram. But now that you mention it, that's only because I'm part of the 1%. You don't fit into that demographic. No. Yeah, absolutely no. not. You know, I, I imagine am- you really do have FOMO when you see AKA in first class, and all you can afford is to be on a bicycle.
0: Well, that's exactly it. That is exactly the point and you are spot on on it. And, uh, you know, the the actual social impact of it and the aspirational side of it that these these teenagers are going in. Uh, you know, they, they asked these uh, the survey. They asked them to report using Instagrams if, if, if it makes makes them feel bad. Um, and most of them said, yes, it did make them feel bad because they couldn't get to aspire to what those people were doing. And the, and the, And everyone is trying to create that. Just be original. Be yourself. You know, you don't you're not going to be one of those people and I suppose we don't fit into that demographic Mm. Uh, but you're spot on in that. Absolutely what else have you got for us? Well you see this is quite interesting they've actually you know we talk about fabrics and the fabrics that can read your your body and what your you know um, your blood pressure and all that sort of thing so they've done now these uh, they're making such interesting discoveries with fabrics and intertwining technology in fabrics so they've now got these fabrics that will be able to change color from your smartphone app so if you for example wearing a black t-shirt uh now and after lunchtime you're meeting really clubby for example and you want to wear a a blue t-shirt you can just change your app and (laughs) it'll change the fabric will change the color of your t-shirts same with underwear you can do it with any kind of uh uh, fabric right now that's the kind of stuff that they're developing but think about the fashion stuff even adding a different logo to your to your thing or a different message what does it say on your t-shirt today bold brave strong you could change the, 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 the lettering to something else. So I think that we're going to be living in a future where we can really adapt our style as we go throughout the day, oh my which God. is quite cool. That's both cool, but I can also see like the horror of your faves and the
1: influences yeah. not, just, not just tweeting sponsored tweets but being walking changing billboards
0: well that, that it, it's going to happen can you imagine I mean the business the business wow. aspect of it right if I said to you I will give you a, a, a closet of t-shirts to wear and we can control what messaging goes on those t-shirts and we'll pay X amount a month can you imagine you have all these walking billboards in yeah. shopping centers that's, that's a, a business case for what we've been the talking about eh? the possibilities
1: it's extraordinary it will allow you to be versatile with the message on it like Moussi going from Santa to zoweto <laughs> without having to stop by your house for a change of clothing. <laughs>
0: you no, naughty. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about is that uh, it's a very interesting patent that Facebook has done. They basically applied for a patent and they've received this patent and they are going to be gathering data from your Facebook profile. Um, on, on, you know, the, the, and they can work out exactly who's in your household and target those people based on the stuff that you're doing. So they're going to use the data, and for, they include the IP addresses, which is the, um, the, you know, where your computer talks to your router at home. That specific IP address, so they can work out, hey, Aki and Eusebius live together in this environment. They work out the hashtags, how frequently a person is in your photos, the comments, um, and then they start working out. Okay, you guys are related. Hugh Cousins or whatever the case may be and they will be able to make up that uh, household demographic makeup and share the advertising based on that and these aren't the only guys that are doing it, you know, a lot of people are doing similar stuff, <laughs> when you look at the internet of things for example, like Google uh, that, that are um, all the connected devices, and, you know, I've got my aircon in my house, I've got um, an electric toothbrush, when, once you have all these things connected to the internet sharing that information under a specific platform Google knows how often you brush mm-hmm. your teeth so they can start oh, yeah. sending you information to say, "Hey, it's time to see your dentist." Yeah. Um, or they can, for example, through the Facebook, through your um, through your photographs, they can see your teeth might be going a little bit yellow. So they can pitch a a, 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 a dentist who focuses on white uh, teeth whitening on your actual. Uh, you know, advertising space that comes up on your Google profile. So the next frontier for all of these companies is knowing exactly what you do in your home to try and sell you those kind of services. And that's where it gets a little bit scary because sure. up to now, they didn't have that information. They yeah. didn't know how often, you know, we we might have an air conditioner or a, a smart fridge, for example, or how often you vacuum your floors because once, you, once you, your vacuum cleaner is connected to the internet, it knows exactly what the lifespan right. of that vacuum cleaner is going to yeah. be. Yeah, You see, if you stop using the vacuum cleaner, they're saying, well, there's something wrong. Maybe the vacuum yeah. cleaner is broken. Maybe we should sell them a service to repair the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. So that home frontier yeah. is a big one for Facebook. It's a big one for Google, and they're coming at us. So if you see an advert for
1: a Greek manservant, because <laughs> Google knows you haven't been cleaning up. Settle down. <laughs> Speaking of Greek, we're going for a Greek lunch tomorrow, aren't I we? I can't wait. Yes. I can't wait. It's on me.